We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for March 8th, 2021. Next report, March 4th has come and gone, which was the day that Q and their pals claimed Trump would triumphantly return as president, resume the presidency, and arrest all the bad guys who have committed treason against the country. This has been one giant deception. It's all been lies after lie after lie for the last four years. Let's listen to this little tiny video. I'm not going to devote a lot of time to this, but a little tiny video on this. As National Guard troops patrolled inside the fence that encircles the U.S. Capitol, four or five true believers gathered nearby on Thursday, March 4th, the day that the grifters that continue to shamelessly push their outrageous nonsense predicted that the former commander-in-chief would return to office. But around noon, all was quiet. John and Karen Carson, who took time off of work and came all the way from California to see the inauguration, were undaunted. Quote, every day that we're here, we'll probably come out around noon and see if anything transpires. If it doesn't happen, we'll obviously be sad because it didn't happen while we were here. But we believe that it will happen. Uh, it no just end. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Close yeah. quote. Karen, 52, told Reuters. Prior to 1933, March 4th was the date of presidential inaugurations. So when the hopium pushers that have been preying for years on astonishingly gullible Americans predicted that the former commander-in-chief would return to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue on March 4th, the idiots ate it up. The Carsons were undeterred by the lack of activity at the Capitol. Media reports claim that the hopium pushers have backtracked and posted on message boards that the March 4th theory was planted by the movement's enemies to make it look foolish. The cultists have done a bang-up job confirming their stupidity over and over and over again. Planted disinformation is not necessary. The Carsons predict that by the end of the month, the event will take place. Quote, it may seem foolish to some people that we came all this way to see something that may or may not happen, but we don't care, close quote, Karen said. Narrator's note, when you don't have the sense to realize that you've been lied to again. This is Nancy Morgan Hart. Okay, so we have that. Again, I'm not going to devote a whole lot of time to that. Um, next report, Trump claims total credit for vaccines almost exactly a year after saying COVID would disappear like a miracle. Like the pathological lying devil that he is. Just one more thing he lied about. Donald Trump claimed total credit for the COVID-19 vaccines in a speech to the conservative CPAC conference in Florida almost exactly a year after saying the virus would disappear like a miracle. Well, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Why wouldn't we... You know, why wouldn't we expect that? The ex-president said that his administration was responsible for a modern-day medical miracle and that Republicans should get all the praise for fighting the coronavirus as conservatives and Republicans never forget what we did. Never let them take the credit. 
They don't deserve the credit. They're following our plan. This is something they call an absolute miracle, said, said uh, Devil Trump. Joe Biden is implementing the plan that we put in place. Yeah, because all you did is pass the baton to him, right? You Luciferian devil, that's all you did. The Biden administration has said that when they entered the White House, there was no federal plan for distributing the much-needed vaccines. Oh, come on. He, he had put in operation the whole Operation Warp Speed. But Mr. Trump told the audience at CPAC on Sunday that he was responsible for ensuring uh, the country developed the vaccine for saving lives. When I left office, and we were very proud of this, it was something they said could not be done. The FDA said it. Everyone said it. Could it be done? Would be years and years. Okay, just again, more lies heaped upon more lies. It's all you get with Trump and the, and the politicians. Um, next report, vaccine depopulation weapons and the GOP's pro-vaccine stance against humanity. Um, no political party values life anymore and everyone in the swamp has signed up for the mass killing of billions of human beings. Now this is from Mike Adams. Um, let me, let me read you the full title. The GOP is all in with the vaccine industry. The GOP, the, the Republicans. Even, even knowing that the messenger RNA vaccines are euthanasia shots designed to carry out genocide on a global scale. I'm, I'm glad that Mike Adams really has gone on, on to this finally. With Trump touting his success with the vaccines during the CPAC speech yesterday, it's abundantly clear the GOP is now pro-genocide, just like the Dems. They were always two sides of the same wicked coins. It's just taken a long time for that to come to the surface fully visible, you know. They had to put on the facade of righteousness as much as long as they could get away with it, I guess. All right, so this is what Mike Adams says. No political party values human life anymore. Everyone in the swamp is signed up for mass killing of billions of human beings. The Dems carry out mass killings via abortion, calling it women's health. The GOP carries out mass killings called vaccines, called public health. It's the same policy. It's all rooted in Satanism, destruction, and evil intent. In today's podcast, I will cover the truth about vaccines as a global depopulation weapon, asking why any rational person would vote for any candidate that continues to push these. I have reached the point where I will no longer support any candidate that promotes vaccines. Period. And I agree with him. And I would I would go further and say I would I would support no ministry that supports vaccines either. Because if they're I mean, wow, talk about no discernment level whatsoever. Talk about being derelict in your duty as a minister or as a pastor or a whatever you are. Just going along to get along, not doing the research, not being a good Berean. Just being ignorant of Satan's devices because you want him to get an advantage of you. Basically, it's what you're saying. This information is not that hard to find. So, their party affiliation doesn't matter. I'm not playing the game of voting for the lesser of two evils, especially when both parties are evil. Amen. That's what I've said all along. Any candidate, including Trump, who promotes deadly vaccines will never get my support. These dangerous emergency authorization vaccines have already been injected into 50 million Americans are nothing more than a dangerous medical experiment that will have devastating consequences in the years ahead. Those who promote these dangerous, largely untested vaccines are mass murderers, plain and simple. I agree. You are. If you're a minister and you're promoting this, you're a mass murderer. You're complicit in mass murder. A true shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep, but the hireling, he's doing it for the money. He's got no love for the sheep. He'll go along and get along, push the party line, do whatever. That's the norm. Bible predicted it would be this way.
I will not vote for any mass murder, and you shouldn't either. And I give you the link to his podcast. Current event headlines. Uh, in a COVID-19 mindset, panic has become a twisted new virtue. Heroes of old who conquered their fears would now be branded as idiots. Yeah, because good is evil and evil is good. Leaders from the European Union have decided this week that a digital vaccine certificate must be ready to roll out by summer. EU COVID vaccination passports to travel nearly a done deal. Bill Gates, Microsoft, 2016, and again, we already covered this, but we can program complex behaviors using DNA, three-stranded DNA confirmed. Get that old Nephilim DNA injected into you. LA schools to launch Microsoft COVID tracking apps so children can attend classes. Who insiders blow the whistle on the kill bill having total immunity through Gavi and Global Vaccine Alliance for any of his crimes? Oh, he, he won't be able to escape in hell, though. Johnson & Johnson planned uh, plan vaccine trials to include infants. Yeah, they're going after infants now. UVA, University of Virginia, tells students where they can and cannot go due to the COVID-19 scamdemic. Then, then look at what they're doing to this baby. One comment about this red. It's a little baby and they're doing one of those COVID nasal swabs, putting it way in. I couldn't even watch it. One comment read, the gorgeous child isn't even sick. There's not even justification these obscenely retarded branch COVIDian cultists can rely upon to attempt an emotion to explain away the fact that this is an intentional infliction of physical pain and emotional torment and distress on a helpless, innocent baby. Oh my God, rain on his fury in this wickedness. May God annihilate these devils. May he lose legions of death and warrior angels against this wickedness. That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing and the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in God and all the upright and heart with glory, according to Psalm 64. Next report, man arrested for breaking COVID Nazi lockdowns claims he was strip searched for going on a walk too far from his house. Strip searched. Videos, scamdemic police harass people for walking, sitting. As Chief admits, we've had enough. This is not enforceable. Then flying syringes. Bill Gates wants to release genetically modified mosquitoes to inject you with vaccines. I mean, I would say just make sure you got Bill Gates on your, your prayer list. Where, you know, the God puts him where he needs to be. Um, Israel in playing any of his clones, too. Israel implants freedom bracelet tracking device for travelers for a virus with a 99.95% survival rate for people under 70. Yeah, freedom bracelet. Yeah, it's an imprisonment bracelet is what it is. China makes anal swabs mandatory for all, nearly all foreign arrivals now. Sure, that's not too humiliating. Then shocking, Pastor James Coates bail denied. He will, and this is in Canada, I reported on him, will remain behind bars until May now. In a disgraceful and reprehensible legal decision, the Alberta Court of Queen's Bench in Edmonton denied bail to Caster, Pastor Coates. He's been in jail for more than two weeks since he defied the release conditions of his first arrest for holding regular indoor services. The crime of holding regular indoor services at Grace Life Church in contravention of Alberta's scamdemic coronavirus lockdown. He now faces at least another eight weeks inside the maximum security Edmonton Raymond Center awaiting his trial to finally wind its way to court. If that wasn't bad enough, parts of the trial were kept secret. The, the Crown Prosecutor refused to give her name to the court uh, to no one's objection, claiming that she has received threats from the pastor's flock and feared for her safety. 
I was at Alberta's courtroom today. Click here for the full report. That's the lady reporting on it. Uh, then there's a couple links here. You can go to national alerts regarding um, gun control. Um, then th then switch gears. 31 reasons why I won't take the vaccine. And that's written by an actual rabbi. Then abandoning ship. Governors scrambled to end lockdowns and mask mandates. As of March 2nd, there are 16 states that no longer have statewide ma mask mandate orders. Governors in Texas and Mississippi remove business restrictions and end masks. I mean, now, that doesn't mean everything's going, gone back to normal in these places. But it is hopefully a sign of moving in a better direction. I'm leery because I don't trust Satan. And so we'll see. I think it's, it's I'd rather this happen, obviously, than, than the opposite way. But we just need to maybe, you know, keep praying that this continues to move toward a direction of righteousness and liberty and freedom then um fam uh video families burn masks outside state capital in idaho to protest lockdowns liberals totally melt down then federal judge strikes down cdc's lawless ban although the covid 19 pandemic persists so does the constitution so these are all positive headlines so like i said there's a lot of positive there's a lot of negative okay there's there, I mean, there's really not a whole lot in between <laughs> Then UK, more than 200,000 signed petition against vaccine passports. Parliament has to debate. Good, praise God. Then Olympic gold medalist says he'd rather not compete than take the COVID vaccine. Good for him. Then over half of military families do not want COVID vaccines. Employers cannot legally mandate the experimental shots. God bless them all. Quarantine, then quarantine hotel in Toronto accused of running out of food and water as guests let loose on staff. And the women are actually being assaulted by the guards at these hotels, they're claiming. Then Canada's quarantine hotels backfires. People are starved. Uh, next report. Time to get out of Dodge. Kansas mayor resigns in fear for her safety after her comments favoring a mask mandate lead to threats. Then many black Americans aren't rushing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Black leaders dare to tell the truth about the vaccine depopulation genocide. Good for them. CHD's new medical racism film exposes long-standing experimentation on minorities. Awesome. Praise God. I'm glad this is all coming out. Council of Europe decrees vaccines must not be mandatory and non-vaccinated must not be discriminated against. Yes, more of that. MPs and medical experts and victim families demand inquiry into deaths wrongly certified as COVID-19. Then legal team wants second Nuremberg trial to try global, try global lockdown promoters for crimes against humanity so yeah these are all very good things pretty much that i'm reading i mean the stuff in the hotel but it, it's backfiring in canada so then the next report this is and i'm not going to really get into this very far but Catherine austin fitz's website the solari website put this out and it's for anyone contemplating taking any covid19 vaccination please go through this information and checklist now, this is something that, you know, I get a lot of people say, well, what can I show my family? Well, this is something you could show them. Um, go through this information and checklist so you can know that you have performed proper due diligence. Family financial disclosure form for COVID-19 injections. And this is viewable as a PDF. There's a link to it. Uh, 
This form is provided to facilitate effective family due diligence, communication, and planning. It is essential that each person and each family take responsibility to identify and access the information they, they believe to be most relevant to their situation and decisions and take responsibility to access and manage their individual and collective risk as they best believe. Table of contents. There's an introduction that I will read you and then the other topics and they're all links to these. What are the COVID-19 injections? Uh, adverse event reporting, due diligence, healthcare, healthcare proxy, insurance, financial investment, death, examples of adverse events reported following COVID-19 injections, and public databases compiling reports of adverse events and endnotes. Now, I'll just read you the introduction part. The goal of this family financial form is to ensure that an adverse event or death of one family member does not translate into a long-lived or permanent financial destruction for the entire family. The form was created to assist families to communicate regarding and to prepare for the family-wide financial impact of adverse events, uh, adverse events, if any, resulting from the COVID-19 injection. Examples of adverse events from COVID-19 injections include um, anaphylaxis, neurological disorders, autoimmune disorders, long-term chronic diseases, blindness, deafness, infertility, fetal damage, miscarriage, stillbirth, and death. See table one for examples of each. And there's way more than that as well. Traditionally, informed consent forms for vaccination do not provide disclosure or statistics related to financial costs or possible injury, disability, or death, nor do they, do they discuss the impact on family time, resources, health, and wealth. Impacts that may include reduced career potential, divorce, and effects on siblings, education, and future plans. Consequently, it is essential that prior to receiving the COVID-19 kill shot, parents and family members with financial responsibility for children and spouses do not only perform thorough due diligence, providing adequate disclosures to their families regarding the potential cost to family members of adverse event or deaths, but also takes a step to protect themselves and family members from the material adverse financial consequences of an adverse event or death. Now, this is a very different way I've seen anybody approach this, but I like it. Because it's one more arrow in the quiver that you can put in front of somebody and say, yeah, go through. And it's really what it boils down to is a big old checklist you got to read. And what it's doing is you're performing due diligence. Okay, this is what they should be. In other words, this is what they should be showing every single person that's getting this kill shot. They should be sitting them down. And I'm sure it's not exhaustive. I'm sure they're missing all kinds of stuff. They're probably not getting into the nanotech. They're probably not getting into the aborted babies. They may not be getting into how it rewrites your DNA. But from what I read, it looked really good, though. And you're going through there. You realize this. You Basically, and it's all these things you, you would have to initial. Okay? This big old long checklist. And I'll tell you, if you get to the end of it and you still want the shot, you're clinically insane. But that's kind of... It, partly the the purpose of it i believe I, I like it i like it a lot okay so next report more than 200 u.s marines arrive in philadelphia to assist fema in mass inoculations more than 200 united states marines and u.s navy sailors have arrived in philadelphia to support a fema mass inoculation operation the Center City Vaccination Center is setting up shop in the Pennsylvania Convention Center. The center opens Wednesday. FEMA's goal is to provide 6,000 doses a day 
to Philadelphia residents. People interested in receiving the jab will need to sign up through the Philadelphia Health Department. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is traveling to the City of Brotherly Love on Tuesday to tour the site. <clears throat> Beginning Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021, the Center City Vaccination Center will be open seven days a week for eight weeks. During those eight weeks, 336,000 Pfizer jabs will be administered. This is Nancy Morgan Hart. So they are, there's positive things going on regarding things happening in America. And there's, you know, then there's the, the push to just keep this going. Next report, most disturbing California COVID scandemic propaganda yet LA children LA schools to launch Bill Gates Microsoft COVID-19 tracking app so children can attend classes. Go ahead and play this. This stuff is creepy and it is insane. Clearest, clearest portrayal of this from the LA Unified Schools. LA Unified Schools has a video out to promote their new policies for how they're gonna reopen after COVID. Now we know from the science, capital S, trademark over the E. We know from the science that there is no medical reason for the schools to remain closed. The kids don't really transmit it very much. The teachers and faculty are not at any particularly higher risk of getting the virus. The reason that the schools are remaining closed is because corrupt left-wing teacher unions are too lazy and they want to get a paycheck for doing nothing. So LA schools now are, are pushing, how are we going to reopen? In this? Tell me this isn't the creepiest thing you've ever heard. There's never been anything like this virus in our lifetime. Often, it's hard to see the effects it's having on our children. Has this conversation taken place in your home? Mom, I'm scared about going back to school. I don't want to get sick, and I don't want to get you and Dad sick. Our scientists tell us there are three things we must do to stay safe. Wear masks, make sure we social distance, and wash our hands. And now, your school, with the help of Microsoft Corporation, has created another. Introducing Daily Pass, your exclusive ticket for safely going back to and school. And they got the same, like, zany music playing in the background. They have the drug commercials that Microsoft had to, in order to kind of get you uh, where you're just letting your guard down, your defenses down. Oh, this is all happy and fun and good. Each week, you can schedule your free on-campus COVID test. The results are displayed in your never-ending testing. You're free on-campus COVID, where they're probing into your cribriform plate, six inches, seven inches into your head, and possibly implanting all kind of evil garbage into your head and traumatizing you to the maximum in the process. Pass, and if you choose to take your test off campus, you can post the results in your daily pass. And the moment vaccinations are available, you'll simply be able to schedule. And we just need to resist this every way, shape, and form we can. Because the more humanity gives into this, the more they're going to just keep ratcheting down. Yours through your daily pass. But the real magic is your daily health check. Just answer a few simple health questions every day. And like magic, your entrance ticket appears. 
It's so wonderful. The new normal. Just give us access to all of your medical data, and I don't know, send us some of your blood too, and then do 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 do. Then we can all go back to school and give us all your rights and don't have any privacy anymore. Does this ever happen in your home? Hey, mom, I'm really afraid of coronavirus, and I I'm so afraid of going to school. No, that doesn't happen because kids don't feel that way because kids are at practically zero risk of this virus, yeah. and they all want to go back to school and. Their rates of depression, anxiety, suicide among kids has been going up because of these psycho politicians and the technocrat in tyrants in lab coats like Dr. Fauci who are screwing up their lives over nothing but a power grab. That's what's going on. Not that creepy video. It gets somehow, somehow, it's even creepier by the end. So how did it go? Dad, I have to admit, I was scared at first, but then I felt so safe. It was so good to be back. Thanks for keeping me safe. I love you so much. Total <laughs> <laughs> <Over> lies. <laughs> what? If you're going to push this kind of creepy propaganda, can't you, I don't know, get better dialogue? Dialogue that doesn't send a chill up our spine? Thank you, Bill Gates. I mean, Daddy. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Oh, Daddy, Daddy. I keep meaning to say Daddy. I, can I call him Daddy Fauci? Daddy, Daddy Dr. Fauci. Uh, no, uh, this does not represent the situation that we find ourselves in, and it doesn't represent the situation we want. That's the kind of radicalism that is being pushed, not by the fringes, it's being pushed by the liberal establishment. We need to head them off and stop them every chance we get. If it's by shooting down a nominee to some office in the government, if it's through elections, if it's through civil disobedience on our own, in prudent cases, such as going back, living our lives, seeing our families, taking off that dumb mask. Makes sense to me. I'm Michael Knowles. This is The Michael Knowles Show. See you tomorrow. Freedom! If you enjoyed that break from dissent. Okay, so we have that. Okay, and this is the last thing that we're going to be talking about regarding Israel. Death rates skyrocket in Israel following Pfizer experimental COVID uh, vaccines. This one guy said this is a new Holocaust. And regarding the, the vaccines killing everybody. We, are, we have previously reported how Israel rapidly vaccinated the highest percentage of their population of any country on earth with experimental COVID-19 kill shots after the Israeli government struck a bargain with Pfizer to secure, which is probably the worst of all the COVID vaccines that I'm seeing as far as just deaths and side effects, um, struck a bargain with Pfizer to secure millions of doses of their messenger RNA COVID kill shots. A uh, person named Viera Sharif wrote that it is astonishing that the government of Israel entrusted the health of the people to Pfizer by entering into a secret contract that enrolled the Israeli population to become research subjects without their consent or knowledge. And there's a report here that says, are more people being harmed by the Pfizer experimental vaccine than from COVID? Well, of course they are. Israel population, now the world's lab rats, sold out to Pfizer. To date, Israel has vaccinated over 53% of their population, twice the percentage of the next closest nation, which is Britain, at 26.9. The official news published by the corporate media claiming that the vaccines have been effective in reducing rates of COVID in Israel has been scrutinized and examined by AX Marcel University Facility of Medicine Emergency and Infectious and Tropical Diseases Unit Dr. Seelgmans and Engineer Ham Yativ, who published their results on a discussion forum website called Nakim. The information went viral, quickly went viral, and has now been translated into several languages and addressed on various news sites from around the world. 
The front page article appeared in France Soware newspaper about findings on the Nakim website regarding that some experts are calling the high mortality rate caused by this vaccine. They claim that Pfizer's shot causes mortality hundreds of times greater in young people compared to mortality from the coronavirus scam without the vaccine and dozens of times more in elderly when the documented mortality from coronavirus is in the vicinity of the vaccine dose <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> thus adding greater mortality from heart attack stroke etc dr herv Siegman has written over 100 scientific publications he's one of the guys that research this the authors of the article declare they have no conflicts of interest other than having children in israel after a presentation the authors discussed their data analysis their validations carried out limitations and above all their conclusions that they compare with data received via the health ministry freedom act of information request their findings are there is a mismatch between the data published by authorities and the reality on the ground yeah obviously they have three sources of information beside the emails and adverse event reports they receive via the internet these three sources are israeli news site ynet israeli health ministry database and the u.s federal vaccine adverse reporting system or vares um in january of 2021 there were 3,000 records of adverse events including 2900 for uh, messenger RNA vaccines compared to other years mortality is 40 times higher not 40 percent higher 40 times so that would be 4,000 percent higher due to this kill shot then the next report will Israel become the first country to make the anti-covid vaccine mandatory it says anti-covid um Human rights lawyer tells all Israel news nation is heading for a bad situation as the government unveils a litany of threats and sanctions for those who have not gotten their kill shots. With a recent dive in what has been the fastest rate of vaccination in the world, Israel has taken a new approach to the vaccine campaign that falls just short of mandating inoculation. Severely restricting access to normal life and services uh, for those who are not vaccinated when the country re begins reopening. Now, remember, if they're beta testing in Israel, they want to bring this everywhere. And I would say America would be about third on the list after the UK. At the same time, maybe Canada, at the same time, the government will limit access to testing so as to make it more difficult for a person to enter any venues without their green passport that's proven that they, they've been vaccinated. So they would rather not test you. They would rather make sure the testing is even less accessible, meaning trying to pigeonhole you into getting your kill shot at the moment two million israelis are eligible for the green pass as it has been renamed should be the kill pass this means no entry to malls cafes restaurants gyms theaters sports games and cultural events when the economy begins to open up and that's just the beginning lawmakers have been floating the idea of sanctions for those who are not vaccinated including creating new laws, including one that would enable employees to bar or fire unvaccinated workers and another law requiring all Israelis to be forced to be vaccinated. Here are just some of, some of the examples. Number one, Health Minister Yuli Edelstein is pushing a legislation which will allow employers to prevent the unvaccinated from coming back to work. 
This is after he backed off from a bill to force every citizen to get the COVID vaccine. An idea now being picked up by Energy Minister Steinitz. Then two, Elit Shaked, the number two in Yamina, told an interviewer that her party's plans to deal with COVID includes designating cities according to their infection rates, sealing off red cities with police or military, and throwing into jail anyone who tried to leave. Three, I mean, look at all these, these, it's just this cadre of demon-possessed devils from the pits of hell. And it's it's going on in no greater no greater um, uh, force than in Israel. I mean, Israel is making every other country look like a bunch of pikers when it comes to this particular issue. Like they're all wuss. They're 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 just wimps. Everyone else. They're really going to show us how to do it in Israel. In other words, they're really going to show show us how to, you know, put the hammer down on the population three air airy dairy of the ultra orthodox shah's party suggested compiling names of the unvaccinated and going door to door to inoculate them and i hope that includes a 12 gauge a team with 12 gauge shotguns to destroy and kill those that refuse and their families because they all need to die obviously Gotta get this kill shot into us. Four, Batali Smotrich of the Religious Zionist Party said the government should pass a law that those do those who do not get vaccinated will bear the cost of medical treatment if they follow. No, it's gonna be the opposite way. The people that are getting it are gonna be the ones falling ill. You're not gonna fall ill from this scamdemic. Not like they're saying. Life should be returned to routine only for the vaccinated, he says. Then, Lord Mayor of Laud, Yer Revivo, said that children of the unvaccinated cannot attend school in his city or access municipal services. Children who are at the unbelievably lowest risk of anything. They can't come back either. Then, Mayor, I mean, I've never seen a bunch of more demon-infested, Luciferian mindset, Kabbalah-loving devils as I see in Israel. Now, I've, all, I've said I have a very balanced approach on Israel. Third is going to get saved near the end of the tribulation, according to Zechariah 13. I've always said that. Blindness of part has happened in Israel till the fullness of the Gentiles come in. But I don't see any place on earth that has a higher level of evil going on in their government than Israel. I'm not blaming all the people. I'm just saying in their government, I've never seen more demon possession. This is mass demon possession. Trying to implement desperately Satan's agenda. Mayor, The mayor of Rishon... Let Zion told Channel 12, I know how to get them to come running for the vaccine by blocking entry to malls and restaurants, he said. These are quotes. Then, Ranana Mayor Ham Brody told Channel 13 his city would prevent non-vaccinated workers from coming into contact with vaccinated. Why? The vaccinated ones are protected. They got the kill shot. And that municipal workers that haven't been vaccinated will need to come to work in full protective suits. That's that's practical. Full hazmat gears for the unvaccinated. The unwashed masses. 
Jerusalem Mayor Moshe Lyon said unvaccinated Muslims will be barred from mosques and all residents who don't get the COVID kill shot will not be able to attend school. And after all the stuff I've just went over showing you how satanic this devil shot is and where on the planet Earth are they trying to get this satanic kill shot into you more? No place even compares to Israel. No place. Largest gay capital of the world in Tel Aviv. The Ministry of Health is also checking into whether he, it can force teachers to be vaccinated. Then there's this. Kesnick gave final approval on Wednesday to controversial legislation allowing the health ministry to give local authorities personal details of residents who have not been vaccinated against the coronavirus. So they can get all your personal details now and give them to authorities, the police. The proposal passed into law in its second and third readings, 30 to 13, after a Kesnet panel amended the legislation so the details of those who are fully vaccinated will not be given to the municipalities. Under the terms of the bill for a three-month period, the health ministry will be permitted to provide the local authorities and the education ministry with personal and contact details of residents for the purpose of promoting inoculation. Oh, and I'm sure they're going to be real gentle about it too. Information will include data on those who have had the first of the two-shot vaccination but but did not turn up for the second dose. So maybe you had a horrific reaction the first one. You're like, I'm not going back for that second. Oh, no, no, no. Your, your information is going to be turned over to the authorities then. You're going to get that second kill shot, and you're going to love it. Ones that did not turn up for the second dose three weeks later, as well as those who had no injections at all. And here it shows a picture of Israelis waiting for the COVID-19 kill shot injections on a mobile vaccination The looks like a food truck that they're going into almost might as well be a cattle well they, they, they got fences up like they you put cattle in um and then then we have this medical tyranny israel hear hear it for yourself these are straight from israel some reports that are coming out of there people need to know what's happening here in israel I just got unblocked from Facebook after 30 days and I have to be careful about everything I say because I could be blocked again. He's, he's in Israel. You can tell by the signs in the background and everything else. I mean, he's, it's a, I guess he's an American there. Right now, the government is using the Ministry of Justice to monitor Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. WhatsApp and Telegram. They are blocking, banning, and deleting, and will even criminally prosecute anyone that has any negative voice against the vaccine that's literally not by government standards, but by government advertisement, anything negative said about the vaccine. This is not a vaccine in the truest international medical definition. This is a synthetic drug gene therapy as well. This hasn't been tested. It hasn't been tried. But because... All animal trials were skipped. A vaccine of this magnitude would typically take about 10 years to develop. That's all been fast-tracked. Never brought a messenger a messenger RNA to, vac to uh, a human populace ever successfully. First one ever. 
and they're doing it in mass. I mean, we're talking the biggest satanic agenda the world has ever known since, since Genesis 6 that Jesus talked about, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So that's all we're facing here, just you know, the biggest satanic thing we've, we've known since Genesis 6. Israel is leading the way in this vaccination. Uh, they want everyone vaccinated. That's the goal. Right now, if you don't take the vaccination, you're segregated uh, in your job, your job, your employment's being threatened. There are principals of schools that are saying if your child's not vaccinated, they can not come to school. And all this is illegal. It's illegal by the law. And um, the government's doing nothing to step in and stop it. They're rolling over the rights of individuals to choose what goes in their body. The Prime Minister wants to make this the epicenter of the world, vaccine epicenter. He wants to move, and he will move Moderna and Pfizer factories here. And this will be the main distribution point. You cannot buy, sell, or travel in this country uh, and have freedom unless you're vaccinated. The Green Passport is being promoted. Uh, here in Israel to the EU who will have the green passport starting before the summer. Folks, this is, there's been half of the country that's been vaccinated already. And the atmosphere here is pitting Jews against Jews. The ones that are vaccinated, they still have to wear a mask, they still have to social distance, they blame ones that haven't vaccinated for the continued problems here in Israel when it's the government that's locking everything down. For example, in the state of Florida, they're wide open. They have 22 million people in Florida and the state's wide open, children are going to school, there's no forced mask, there's no forced vaccinations. Here in Israel, there's only 9 million people. And the atmosphere that's here is unbelievable. Those who will not comply with the government are being segregated, persecuted, ostracized. And it's ungodly. The religious say that this vaccine is from God. No, it's from Bill Gates. It's from the World Economic Forum that Bibi's a part of. This is not a secret. Their goal is, Bill Gates, if you study, his whole history, he's about population control. I don't know how much time I have left in the country. I've been saying this for a few months, but I know my time is growing shorter and shorter. For those that have vaccinated, I have nothing to say. For those who haven't, who are fighting for your freedom, you can't imagine the pressure that is un on these people all day. They need your prayers. They're reaching out to the outside world but this time there's nothing to save any of us except for God. We should not be forced to put an experimental drug, a synthetic drug that the government's not responsible for. If something happens to your child, if something happens to you, the government takes no responsibility. Yep. If something happens to you or your child or your family, your friends, your loved ones, you can't sue the manufacturer. The laws are already in place. 
We should not be forced to take something into our arm. And this is just the beginning. They're already saying that in six months you have to get another, then another. Oh yeah, never end. I've been doing videos for an entire year about this and the steps that are being taken to undermine our freedom, to diminish our rights as individuals. My rights come from God and not from government. And I am the determiner of my destiny and my eternity. Please pray for the Jewish people, those that are fighting for their freedom. Amen. The government controls the media. Amen. They started a political party seeking for human rights. And the government, the, the head of the party was a doctor. They stripped him of his medical license. They've silenced him. The media is not allowed to interview them. They're ostracized here. Folks, you better know what's coming to your country. It's tyranny. That's all that it is. This is Michael Gannett with Insight to Israel. We pray for God to deliver us and bring us freedom. Amen. 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 I mean, I'm telling you, there's no place on the planet that's even close to Israel. None. Not, not even close to where they're at. Next report, Green Passes, Mark of Tyranny in Israel. And this is a just another first-hand account of what is going on over there. Been very, very, very intense over here in Israel. I don't know how much you're seeing, but they—it's uh, terrible. It's—it's it's a very, 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 very frightening situation. So I joined a brand new. We made our—we had a human rights movement, and we made it into a political party that's running in our in our Knesset in uh, less than a month and they're censoring us and attacking us and they won't allow any any media nothing they they took away the head of the party's his medical license and they uh, removed our platforms from Facebook and now they won't let the media even write about us so we want to ask all the international anywhere we can get to get to publicize what we are saying um it's a very bad situation here they're not letting children as young as 16 to take their matriculation exams without taking this injection they are of course insisting people for work they're making this green passport where half the population cannot get into uh, theaters or malls or all sorts of things unless they've taken the vaccination they're creating a medical apartheid um, they have now issued just this morning they made it that they're allowed to send each person's private medical records to the local municipality so that they'll know who's taken the injection or not. They're making people wear uh, 
uh, ankle bracelet, security bracelet, when they come back from traveling. Freedom bracelet. It's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. If I don't, if I stop to, <laughs> if I stop to think about it, I will cry, you know? But meantime, we just keep fighting, you know? Fighting as much as we can. So we need everybody's help because whatever happens here will happen everywhere. Will happen everywhere. So we're fighting for ourselves and we're fighting for the whole world. But we need help. We need every bit, every, everything. Every hand on deck. Yeah, thank you, Sika. Excuse me. <laughs> it's intense, you know? So we have that. Um been very very and um i'm trying to act as a, a voice for them so that people are understanding i mean this is ground zero for pure evil and now i did a video not too long ago where we talked about multitudes of jews praying for the wrong messiah and they were actually they're they're praying in mass for the antichrist now i'm not saying every jew but i'm saying probably a majority of the country they want their moshiach to come and it's funny because right after they got done praying, all I've seen come out of Israel is this unbelievable, draconian, jackboot across the throat, authoritarian bombardment on a level I've never seen any country other than maybe North Korea under since I've been alive. And a lot of this has happened after they prayed for their antichrist to come. Now, they think it's their awaited savior. They rejected Jesus Christ, which was their awaited Savior. He came to his own. The Bible says he came to his own and his own received him not. Okay. But the Bible also says that they're enemies for, um, regarding the gospel, they're enemies. But they're still beloved of God. They're still beloved for the Father's sake. Okay. I have biblical balance when it comes to talking about Israel. I don't, I'm not, throw, I don't throw them under the bus. And they don't also give them a free pass just saying, oh, because they're Jewish, they don't need to get saved like the rest of us. I've done tons of studies on this. And things as, so I'm not, I'm not any Semitic. I'm just pointing out some things here as to maybe why things have went so horribly wrong in the, in the last very short period of time. Uh, now, this will kind of give you some other inklings as to why maybe they're, they're under such chastisement over there now i'm not saying this couldn't come to america or or not i'm just saying there's no place on earth right now that's that's under more jackboot authoritarian evil than israel and um this is regarding the blasphemous talmud that most jewish religious sects follow to this day i'm gonna go ahead and roll this and th this will be the end this is how i'm going to conclude the study uh they were Rejected Jesus the Messiah, now they will receive the beast. Yeah, unfortunately. And Jesus Christ said, me, you're going to reject to the Pharisees and Sadducees, meaning Jesus. He says, another will come, him you will receive. Well, that other, that's the Antichrist, who he's in reference to, and he could be right upon the cusp of coming. And they've been praying for him in mass. So, I'm going to go ahead and roll this. If they rejected Jesus as the Messiah, who will this peaceful Messiah that is soon to be revealed truly be? Uh, it'll be the it 
be the uh, for whom he hath sent him ye believe not search the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me and ye will not come to me that ye might have life I receive not honor from men but I know you that ye have not the love of God in you I am come in my father's name and ye receive me not if another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. I am come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. I am come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. Heard of the Babylonian Talmud? <clears throat> Does this book teach hatred and pedophilia? Does it mention Jesus, the Babylonian Talmud, which is a main tenet of a lot of the mainline and radical sects of of, uh, of Judaism, of various sects of them? And if so, what does it say? Great academies of the rabbis were established and thousands of new laws formulated. There, those same Pharisees who killed Jesus Christ remain the undisputed rulers of Judaism. In Babylon, the Pharisees codified their oral traditions into the Babylonian Talmud. So they fled to Babylon, okay, after Jesus was here. And, um... Then they codified this Babylonian Talmud, the, the religious Jews. The written form of that oral tradition which Jesus so bitterly rebuked. The Talmud reveals how deep was Israel's apostasy. The Talmud also helps us understand the basis for Christ's unflattering descriptions of the Pharisees. Jesus described the Pharisees as hypocrites, children of hell, blind guides, whited sepulchers, full of dead men's bones. He even described the Pharisees as children of their father the devil, a murderer from the beginning. The Talmud confirms Christ's words. In the Talmud, in Treatise Sanhedrin, an extensive passage describes the right of the Pharisee to kill anyone. Just They're showing the actual page and everything on the screen where it's saying it. As he did so indirectly. As one of dozens of examples, the Talmud tells us that if one bound his neighbor and he died of starvation, he is not liable to execution. In such an indirect manner, the Pharisees also killed Christ. Manipulating the Romans to actually wield the spear and sword, the Pharisees claimed, as their descendants do today, that since the Romans were the direct cause of the death of Christ, it is the Romans, not the Jews, who are guilty. That's not true, because they, Pilate came to them and they said, I want to basically I want to give you Barabbas the murderer or I mean I want to I want to let Jesus go which was customary to do regarding that time period and they're like no 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 crucify Jesus give us the murderer Barabbas crucify Jesus and let Jesus's blood be upon us and our children thus bringing upon them I believe this blindness that's happened in part to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in and kind of bringing a collective curse on them in, in the same time. 
Christ also called the Pharisees adulterers, an adulterous generation. The Talmud provides generous loopholes for adultery. It says the penalty for adultery does not include sex with a minor, the wife of a minor, or the wife of a heathen. The Talmud also encourages seduction of unwed adolescent girls called designated bondmaids. But it's very, very similar to Islam. The Talmud in, in, in Islam, the Quran, and the other unholy writings of Islam are very, very, very similar in all this child molestation that they encourage and say is okay, the temporary marriages in Islam and all that garbage. Important how such rapes are performed. With the designated bondmaid, one is guilty only in the case of natural connection, but not in the case of perverse connection. The Pharisees reasoned that rape in a perverted manner is outside the jurisdiction of the law. Normal rape, however, was punishable. In Babylon, sexual perversion of every kind had been a way of life for millenniums. The Pharisees were deeply influenced by such practices. In three of the major treatises of the Talmud are found extensive passages which give legal endorsement to seduce and marry three-year-old baby girls. Three-year-old baby girls. And it says, if this Luciferian group of people control the banks, the media, the movie, and the music industry, etc., could this be why Hollywood and the Vatican have so many cases of child molestation going on behind the scenes because it's in their Babylonian books? Yeah, yeah. In fact, many of the greatest rabbis of the Talmud, including Simeon ben Yochai, upheld this privilege. Today in Israel, thousands of Jews go to Meron every year to venerate the memory of Simeon ben Yochai, one of the most respected rabbis in the history of Judaism. In one of dozens of endorsements of child sex, Simeon ben Yochai said, A proselyte under the age of three years and a day is permitted to marry a priest. Agreeing with Ben Yohai, the great Rabbah said, When a grown-up man has intercourse with a little girl, it is nothing. Or when the girl is less than this, three years and a day, it is as if one put the finger into the eye. The footnote to this passage says, As tears come to the eye again and again, so does virginity come back to the little girl under three years. So the you same, can rape her, but her, and her virginity will just come back over and over again as you as you rape her as a as a rabbi or whatever. I mean, we are talking. I mean, I I can't even imagine the the level of demon possession you would have to be to to do this and condone this and then codify into this into your religious texts. Section confirms that sexual activity with small boys is in the same category. The intercourse of a small boy is not regarded as a sexual act. In addition to adulterers, Christ, in the story of the Good Samaritan, portrayed the Pharisees as racial bigots, too self-righteous to respond to the suffering of one who was not a Jew. It is true, because of the wickedness of the Canaanites, which included sodomy and infant sacrifice, Israel had been commanded by God to be harsh in her treatment of the inhabitants of the land. God made it clear that the Canaanites were not simply to be avoided, but destroyed. By the time of the New Testament, this method of preserving God's kingdom by separation and the sword had become obsolete. God no longer made a racial difference between men. But the Pharisees were unfazed by God's new agenda. 
The Talmud was finally written down nearly five centuries after Christ. The quickest way to grasp the Talmudic view of Gentiles is not directly from the Talmud, but from the Jewish encyclopedias. If we quote an isolated opinion from the Talmud, a rabbi may quickly object, saying, but that is not the overall opinion of the Talmud. That is not the definitive view. What the Jewish encyclopedia provides us is a definitive overview of perhaps hundreds of rabbinic statements on any subject, giving us accurate summaries of what the Talmud generally teaches. In its article on Gentiles, the Jewish encyclopedia begins to define what makes a Jew so different from a Gentile. According to the rabbis, only Israelites are men. Gentiles they class not as men, but as barbarians. Since Gentiles are not men in the fullest sense, so the Gentile is not a neighbor of a Jew. Further, since Gentile laws were too crude to admit of reciprocity, meaning too crude to be taken seriously, the Gentile was forever beneath the Jew. So vile was the nature of a Gentile that the great Simeon ben Yohai said, the best among the Gentiles deserves to be killed. The best of snakes ought to have its head crushed. Jews, however, are exalted beings in the Talmud, worthy of praise. Christ described the Pharisee who blessed himself, saying, I thank thee, Lord, that I am not as other men. An eminent Talmudic rabbi says the same. Blessed be thou who hast not made me a goy or Gentile. There is a special antagonism between the Talmud and Jesus. The Talmud attacks him everywhere it can, even his mother. Mary, the Talmud says, was a whore who mated with carpenters. She who was the descendant of princes and governors played the harlot with carpenters. It naturally followed that the scribes declared Christ to be a bastard. In its article on Jesus, the Jewish encyclopedia says that Jewish writings defame Christ. It is the tendency of all these sources to belittle the person of Jesus by ascribing to him illegitimate birth, magic, and a shameful death. Jesus, according to this article, was considered one of the three worst enemies of Judaism. Well, there, and, and the reality is, is, and this is this is honest. Okay, there is no mainstream religion on earth, and if you just encompass Judaism in that, that hates Jesus Christ more than overall, overall Judaism does. And I would say, you know, and, and as far as the demographic goes, the Jews. There's none. There's none. You couldn't find me one. Now, I understand blindness apart has happened to the Jews until the full the Gentile come in and, and, and um they're enemies for they're enemies of the gospel, but they're beloved of the Father still, okay? And there's a lot of there's a lot of balance you have to have when you look at this subject, okay? You look at Zechariah thirteen, you know, two thirds of them are gonna die, and then a third of them are gonna come through the near the end of the tribulation and they're gonna they're going to be tried as silvers, tried as furnace in the fire, and they're going to get their eyes open, and they're going to look upon the one whom they've pierced and mourn for him that as one that mourns for their only begotten son. So understand that's always in the background, what I just said. I'm not here condemning the whole Jewish nation here, but I am saying that this may be part of their, um, their chastisement, and I'm not saying it's not coming to America. But th right now, they are ground zero for the most draconian garbage I've ever seen in my life. 
came to an ignoble end. The Talmud says they subjected him to four deaths, stoning, burning, decapitation, and strangling. They're saying this is about Jesus, which is all lies. The Talmud also says he is now in hell, punished with boiling hot excrement. What is Christ's advice as he speaks to us out of hell? The Jewish encyclopedia quotes Jesus as telling us above all to bless the Jews. He so said, Jesus is, is in hell, supposedly, this is what they say, boiling in his own excrement. And he says, above all, if, if you could go interview Jesus right now, what is, what is the blasphemous Talmud telling us about Jesus? Bless the Jews above all else. This is the level of absolute total demon possession that you're running into with these Jewish rabbis and whoever authored this Babylonian Talmud, which also leads to the Kabbalah. There, 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 is, no other, there is no other religious sect on the planet that hates Jesus Christ more than them. Further their well-being, do nothing to their detriment. <laughs> Whoever touches them touches even the apple of his eye. As they say, this is Jesus saying that from hell, right? And he's obviously not, but this is what they're saying. As followers of the false prophet Jesus also deserve death. The Jewish encyclopedia again recaps the Talmud's position. A Gentile observing the Sabbath deserves death. I was thinking about... Oh boy, boy, all these Sabbath keepers and Hebrew rootsers that are observing the Sabbath, that's what they really think about you. You deserve death. A certain thing that's written in the Talmud, in the Gemara, and it says that uh, it says that Jesus, Yeshu, is in hell, boiling in a pit of his own excrement. And those things are written in the Talmud when it talks about Jesus, and it says that, so... Peter Schaefer is head of the Judaic Studies at Princeton University. In his book, Jesus and the Talmud, he documents and analyzes every time Jesus is mentioned in the pages of the Talmud. According to the Talmud, Jesus was the product of adultery, the bastard son of Mary and a Roman soldier named Pantera. <laughs> he spent his early life in Egypt, where he learned black magic, idolatry, and sorcery. The Talmud further... A lot of the New Agers will say that as well. ...beams the Lord Jesus by calling him a fool and comparing him with Old Testament villains such as Balaam, Ahithophel, Doeg, and Gehazi. Peter Schaefer states in his book, Jesus and the Talmud, that there can be no doubt that the narrative of the execution in the Talmud refers to Jesus. In fact, the book states... There is no reason to feel ashamed because we rightfully executed a blasphemer and idolater. Jesus deserved death, and he got what he deserved. Elsewhere, the book states, he was a blasphemer and idolater, and although the Romans probably could not care less, we insisted that he get what he deserved. We even convinced the Roman governor, or more precisely, forced him to accept that this heretic and imposter needed to be executed, and we are proud of it. Schaefer said in an article... You look at what, you know, what the Jews have went through since the crucifixion of Christ. You look at the, you look at the Holocaust there in, uh, you know, Germany and that, the concentration camps and things of that nature, and just 
the, how they were scattered everywhere. And I mean, it's just no wonder they were under a curse. And then they doubled and tripled down with these blasphemous, blasphemous writings that were part of their religion and still are to this day. You cannot treat the son of God that way and expect to have it easy. And again, I'm not saying that's because that's so like the rest of the world's perfect, but there is no other sect of people and religions that hate Jesus more than overall in the main, not everyone, but in the main more than the Jews do. It appeared in Publishers Weekly concerning his new book. I certainly don't want to harm Jewish Christian dialogue, but dialogue requires honesty and I'm trying to be honest. Whoever touches them touches even the apple of his eye. Christians, as followers of the false prophet Jesus, also deserve death. The Jewish Encyclopedia again recaps the Talmud's position. A Gentile observing the Sabbath deserves death. The testimony of a Christian... And again, that really shows you how they would view all the Hebrew rootsers, all the people that are sending money to Israel, like that video that we played recently, all the Christian Zionists, they believe that if they're actually following their religious text, that you deserve death. Just for being a Gentile. Much less if you're, if you're following, supposedly, the Sabbath. Okay? You're viewed as a goyim, you're viewed as cattle, you're viewed to be ruled over and dominated and sub subjugated at bare minimum. That's how they view you. Okay? And it's, and it's, it's bred into them from their religion. Was not admitted in evidence in Jewish courts, and an Israelite who found anything belonging to one who was a Christian was forbidden to return it to him. The Pharisees, through their Talmud, thus gave the Jews an ethic which encouraged bigotry and isolation. The Talmud's position. A Gentile observing the Sabbath. Yeah, and, and again, Acts 13, 47, we know that the early church was started by beloved Jews who followed Jesus, the Messiah, bringing the light of Christ to the Gentiles. Exactly. But see, that's called having biblical balance and not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Okay? Which is what I've attempted to do regarding the Jews especially. This whole 15 years I've been online in ministry. Deserves death. The testimony of a Christian was not admitted in evidence in Jewish courts, and an Israelite who found anything belonging to one who was a Christian was forbidden to return it to him. The Pharisees, through their Talmud, thus gave the Jews an ethic which encouraged bigotry and isolation. Okay, and that's that's all I'm gonna um, play on. I think you get the, the gist. I don't even like to play stuff like that, uh, but I don't know. It just seemed to work out this way this week with all this stuff breaking with Israel and them just in mass. I mean, I'm talking millions of Jews in mass praying for their, the Antichrist to come, which is a slap in the face to Jesus Christ because he already came, came to his own and his own received him not. And now they're, they're under the worst. I mean, it's just like it, it just ratcheted up about 20 different levels since then so again and I'm, I'm not i'm not judging them like i'm so much better i'm just pointing things out guys i'm not trying to say i'm i'm, I'm I, again i've always tried to take a very balanced approach on this um and i and we we need to be praying for them and i have nothing but compassion on these poor people over there that are the unvaccinated and they're and they're trying to, to get out of this pray 
for God to deliver them. Pray for the spirit of adoption on Israel, on the Jewish people. Pray that their eyes get open. Pray that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that's blinding them and and preventing the spirit of adoption, which is basically helps, you know, the spirit of adoption um, basically is talked about regarding our salvation. That anything hindering that, you know, be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss. That their souls would be saved. That, you know, the blindness would be broken off them. And that they would look upon the one whom they've pierced and mourn for him as one that mourns for their only begotten son, like it talks about in Zechariah 12, because those days are coming. Anyway, that's all I've got for today. God bless you. And I, I might take a week off next week. I'm, I'm just to the point of being so burned out over all of this. Um, I probably need to take a week off, but um, I, I will probably be putting up newsletters. So God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.